say hello to the mayor of Greensburg, Indiana, the Honorable Joshua Marsh, for the mayor's daily briefing today with, uh, unfortunately, a uh, a record number of cases of COVID-19 reported yesterday for the state of Indiana, just shy of 13,000. The official number, 12,960 yesterday. That breaks down as follows, 38 in Decatur County, 40 in Ripley County, 57 in Franklin, and 84 in Dearborn. County metrics maps also announced yesterday. The bright spot, Ripley County going from red to orange. Decatur County staying orange. Franklin County staying red. And Dearborn County going from orange to red. Good morning, Mayor Marsh. Thoughts on these latest numbers? Good morning, everyone. Uh, Yeah, obviously not a good day for the state of Indiana when you're setting records, you know, 20 some months into this and uh, just kind of keep chugging away at it. I guess we've heard, you know, IU Health requesting more help from the from the National Guard or the Indiana Guard. Um, we've seen delays in testing results due to high demand and uh, some people waiting hours to get a test. We've seen the state yesterday, I believe, limit uh, the number of rapid tests that can be administered to those uh, under the age of 18 and over the age of 50 in hopes to keep kids in school with the rapid testing and, and those adults who need to get some type of treatment, uh, the, the rapid test. So a lot has changed in the last week, really, week and a half since uh, the holidays. And uh, I don't know where we're going. And I've heard some people talking about maybe a, a peak in a two two months, two weeks. Uh, so I don't think anybody really knows, but it is one of those things that we just kind of keep watching these astronomically high numbers um, come across from the state. And uh, Brent and I were talking about before going on the air here that uh, the county's Really, I, I don't understand why everybody's not red this week mm. and uh, wouldn't, wouldn't be surprised if next week we're not. Um, and, you know, we're starting to see, I mean, certainly, you know, I think the headlines, what you said is it couldn't be more true. We don't know where things are going. I mean, would you ever have thought a year ago that uh, the pandemic would still be uh, at the level it is? We'd be setting a new record for cases uh, a year hence. I, I mean, I would certainly wouldn't have. Um, I don't think too many people had the, the vision uh, of that. That when once the vaccines were out, we thought more people would get them. Maybe <laughs> maybe things would would uh, cal- kind of calm down. But here we are, uh, and we're getting to the stage where things are starting to be uh, either canceled or, or uh, again uh, quite commonly or not scheduled or uh, remaining in a virtual uh, aspect uh, like they were last year instead of uh, going to an in-person situation. And and that's just unfortunate to see it. So here we go again, kind of a deal. Yeah. And uh, and it's really, I mean, between schools and in industry and people working together. And I know, you know, a, an important, a non-important example of this is two years ago, we did a presentation to the state um, for infrastructure projects. You can sit down with them. You can talk to them. They can see your passion. They can hear the self of the community. Last year, we did it virtual. Totally understand. 30 minutes. This year, they've cut that presentation. We're having it today down to 15 minutes. It's all virtual. And unfortunately, you don't get to sell the community as well. But not an important example as far as, you know, people being able to visit family and friends and kids being in schools and all of these things just kind of continually are disrupted and changed. Um, you know, obviously there's a nationwide conversation going on about the safety of schools um, in, in different components and all of the healthcare and school administrators um, are doing a great job trying to keep everybody safe and make the right decision. I think that's an important thing. Nobody's out here to make wrong decisions. Of course not. You know, and this is just a highly contagious variant. Thankfully, uh, you know, maybe a little less uh, deadly, it seems, than some prior. 
Uh, but uh, the one thing we do know, it is certainly less deadly for those who get their vaccine. It's not too late to do that if you're kind of seeing some people change on this. And, and I, you know, I mentioned to you uh, uh, off the air that I heard from a friend of mine about my age a couple of days ago. Uh, I said, hey, you know, I didn't get vaxxed. I'm in the hospital with uh, double pneumonia and COVID-19. Please get your vaccination. I said, well, I've already got mine. He said, I'll be getting mine as soon as I can. Well, unfortunately, you know, that uh, that having that Saul on the road to Damascus moment, uh, it might be too late for some folks. So if you if if that's something that you're even thinking about, uh, I would say you know if you're going to do it, do it sooner rather than later. There's not much benefit in waiting and then eventually doing it anyway. And, and there's a lot of availability of vaccine slots as well. You know the testing and that's something important to stress. The testing and the vaccinations are to- totally separate things. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's options for you to do that and um, just make the right decision for everybody and for you and uh, what you think's best for your health and. Um, Everybody stay healthy and strong, I guess. Anything else to uh, discuss with us before we let you go for the day, sir? I don't think so. I wish everybody a healthy, uh, safe weekend. Stay warm. Check on your neighbors and uh, be patient out there this weekend.